Hey, 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 it is your girl Chanel and you are listening to the Be Easy Podcast. Coming at you today, maxing and relaxing in my living room. Now, I'll be honest with you. I tried to do this podcast earlier and my sweet husband called in and interrupted the entire movement. Then I tried it again get to the end, get to the part of editing it, and guess what happens? The whole system shuts down. What? Wait, for real? And then I can't recover it. So, okay. So, I figured third time is a charm, and we're going to make it happen and get through it, editing it, and then publishing it. So, yeah, here we go. So today's topic is relationships. Uh, I am 35 years old and I am realizing how important relationships are. My mother did tell me a long time ago to hold on to my important relationships, but I'm stubborn. I'm a Taurus. Okay. I'm stubborn as a bull, literally. And you know, I had to figure this thing life out somewhat on my own. Um, now that I'm old enough to understand the things that my parents shared with me when I was younger, it all makes sense. Of course, <laughs> hindsight is always twenty twenty, right? Um, but I, I get it. I do. I get it. So, of course, there are some nuggets and little bits and pieces of knowledge that. I wanted to share with my podcast listeners um, of things that I have learned along the way and some things that um, have triggered certain memories. I am currently putting together my fashion show, and I think I've mentioned it before in a previous podcast, Um, but I'm putting this show together. It's centered around the 80s and the 90s, and doing this has sparked some real memories for me really really nostalgic for me and I have enjoyed going down memory lane and I hope that you know as once the show is happening and the whole event is taking place that some of the memories that I have and as I've been reminiscing also sparks memories for other people Um, I'm not from Tennessee, so things that I've experienced growing up in Baltimore, of course, are going to be somewhat different than what people experience here in Tennessee. However, um, I do hope it does still spark some memories. However, along the way of me living here, I have met some people. Some were great for me, some were not. Some I see them in passing and it's no hard feelings or bad blood. It's like, hey, girl, how you doing? Yes, you looking great. And you we keep it moving Um, because those people, you know, either I wasn't meant to stay in their life or they weren't meant to stay in my life. But there is no animosity or anything between us. Now, the definition of a ship is to take you from one place to another place, one dock to the next dock, one location to the next location. 
So as people, we fail to forget what the foundation of a relationship of any kind should be like. And everybody always says, I want people in my life that's going to be 100, that's going to keep it real with me, that's not going to be fake and phony and disloyal and yada, 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 yada. However, you know, how 100 are you? How authentic are you? How 100 are you? See, we go through life expecting people to be what we want them to be. We put expectations on people when when they don't meet those expectations and they don't fit into our criteria of what we think they should be like, then it's like, okay, so yeah, I'm not going to be able to deal with you. And I'm not talking about keeping toxic people in your life. I'm talking about if somebody doesn't enjoy the same food you enjoy now you want to kick them to the curb when somebody doesn't enjoy the same books that you enjoy now you want to be like girl you stupid I'm gonna need you to catch up I'm gonna need you to do this like of course you want to have people in your life that you know are in alignment with you you know however you also want to have people in your life that bring something different to your world that opens your mind and your eyes to be able to see things in a different light. Now, we all ask God for things like remove toxic people from my life, bring people in my life that are in alignment with me, that are gonna, you know, be good for me and my growth. However, When do we stop and say the prayer, God, remove me if I'm a toxic person from someone's life as well as removing toxic people from mine so that I can continue to grow and be great in someone else's life while you're bringing great people into my life? When when do we have that prayer? When do we use that type of verbiage? So that we can make sure not only that we're calibrated and aligned with ourselves and God correctly, but that we're not going to bring our own toxic dramas into somebody else's life. See, we look at ourselves and like, we got it all together. My house is together. I got a bomb marriage. My children doing this. My children doing that. But let something spark off in your presence that reminds you of your past and let's see how you respond excuse me are you going to respond accordingly you're going to respond in a mature manner are you going to handle that situation like an adult or are you going to fly all the way off the handle go all the way to the left with the situation and get the popping off like you still in the streets There's always a way to handle it. But I'm going to tell you this. It's still a reflection upon who you are. Now, don't get it twisted. You know, you become in alignment with God and God ain't make you no punk, right? You can still throw them hands if you needed to. But is that your first resort? 
or your last resort? Are you going to be the first to walk away or the first to throw them hands? See, we can point the finger at somebody like my dad used to tell me. You pointing a finger at somebody, but you got three fingers pointing back at you. So are you in proper position to say that you're not toxic in somebody else's life while you're wanting great relationships, while you are wanting to have great people in your life? Are you in alignment so much so that you leave something behind if you are in a seasonal relationship or you consistently giving to the person that you're building this friendship relationship or whatever it, it may be? Are you leaving something, some type of nugget with them to help them go to the next level? See, if your hands are always out and this is about you, 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 and you're taking, 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 and your hands become full of the blessings of what that other party is providing you, when do you have the opportunity to give back? When do you have the opportunity to reach back and help somebody else or help the person that you are in this partnership, relationship, friendship? When, when do you have the time to do that? See, we spend a lot of time looking at the physical in the flesh. We spend a lot of time talking about people, whether they transgender, lesbian, gay, a pirate, Like we spend a lot of time bashing other people. But upon death, those people that we're pointing the fingers at, that we don't like, that we talk bad about, whatever the case may be, don't answer to you. They, They don't. They don't stand at your gate and wait for you to judge them. Because that's not your job. You're not the judge nor the executor. You're not the maker, the creator, or the sustainer of anything. So before you go pointing the finger, placing blame here, placing blame there, and talking about this person toxic and this person this, make sure that you are 100% in complete alignment with who you are supposed to be. We have a very hard time doing self-evaluations because that means you have to be very candid with self. It also means that you have to be very candid with God. And though he knows it already, he's just waiting for you to come to him and spark that. God, just I need forgiveness. I need help to get through this before I try to manifest anything in my life or ask you to help manifest or ask you to manifest anything in my life, I need to get a numero uno together. When, 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 is that a part of, of your prayer when you ask to remove toxic people from your life? Because here's the deal. The person that's toxic that you're asking to be removed from your life left a little piece of something behind. So did you take the time to pray over yourself and ask God, look, check this out. Make me whole. Make me great. Whatever toxic nonsense mess they left behind, please take it off of me. It's not my burden. It's not my issue to carry. 
And if they come back into my life, then let me be forthright in that 100, that keeping it real to let them know, like, look, check this out. Hey, I love you. But if you're going to come back into my life, this is where things need to be. And if they not, then we can't go on until you get yourself in alignment because that's what I'm trying to do. We don't say that. We don't. We just end friendships. We just end relationships. We just move on. See, the 80s and the 90s reminded me of a time when communities came together, where children was being raised by the village. The village was the ship. It got the child from point A to point B to point C. And I mean from a baby to childhood to teenage to adulthood. And I remember growing up having those neighborhood people that would tell my uncles or tell my mom what was going on. I remember in high school, and I'm being, you know, facetious or sarcastic when I say this, but if I breathed or blinked too hard, my father knew it before I even got home. And I would be like, dang, for real? Like, I can't even blink. But that was that relationship. That was that relationship that my father had built with this person that was going to nurture me to get me to where I needed to be, to get me to a place where I needed to be. Now, they did all of that. And again, remember when I said, I'm stubborn, right? So... I was still going to do this thing my way. I was going to still go about this my way. And I know that I have been toxic in some people's lives. I know 100% for a fact that I have been toxic to my parents in the quest of figuring out life on my own when I didn't have to. Like, if I had realized a long time ago that the relationship that I had with my parents was going to be the most beneficial relationship there is on this earth, other than my relationship with my husband, man, how I could tell you I'd have listened to them so long ago. I, I would, I, look, you have to make sure that when you are building relationships with people that you are in 100% alignment, but because I wasn't in alignment, right? And because I was in my flesh and I was in the world that, or of the world, I, I was doing things all the wrong way. I just wanted to live. And I thought that I was living my best life. Ooh, I wasn't living nothing but a circle, just walking in the same circle, not understanding why the same crap was happening over and over and over and over and over again. And my mother having to repeat herself over and over and over and over and over again. And my father having to say the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. I've ruined relationships. I've ruined friendships because of how toxic I was. And with that being said, let me say, I am going to be the first to apologize So whoever is listening that I have built a relationship in some form with some friendship, some partnership, anything. If I have been toxic to you, I apologize. 
I was going through some growing pains. And though that is not my excuse, I am saying that I am sorry that my growing pains made me that toxic to you that you had to remove me from your life, whether it was permanently or temporarily. I apologize because now that I'm older and I see things differently and even still growing in my relationship with my father, my mother, my grandmother, my children, my husband, my in-loves, I don't call them my in-laws, my in-loves. Okay. So yeah. Okay. (laughs) And growing, I'm realizing that as I was praying to remove toxic people from my life so that I could grow and be in alignment and calibrate myself. I know somebody was saying that same exact prayer and I was probably that toxic person that needed to be removed from their life. 100%. And that's real. That's, that's keeping it 100. That's that self-evaluation that you have to do. You, that part that I had mentioned. So, okay. Right. So, When you're doing that prayer, again, make sure that you are in a proper place. Now, let me tell you the other thing about relationships, because I said something to my children that my my father has said to me when I was younger about pointing the finger and the three pointing back at you. And yeah, I'm like, dang, I'm starting to turn into my parents and my grandparents, which isn't a bad thing, though, because I have a set of the dopest parents ever. And I've also been blessed with bonus parents or a bonus parent, let me say. And she is super dope too, okay? And them three together raised this wild child here. But as I realized the type of relationship I could have had a long time ago with my parents, I now reflect that I am a parent. And the relationship that I am trying to consistently build with my children is as vital as my relationship to my parents. So what I teach my children, what I allow them to see, the information that is important and pertinent for them is as important as what my parents were trying to teach me when I was younger. Is the things that I'm explaining to you right now. And I'm teaching my children to be 100% honest about who they are with themselves and with other people so that they can continue to build the right type of relationships, the right type of foundations so that as they grow and they go into life, that they're not building facades or they aren't building these falsified relationships, that they can be 100% authentic in who they are. I'm also teaching them about the having a relationship with God. And that's just what I choose. Like, you don't have to, you know, teach your children about God. But I believe in the Holy Trinity. And I want my children to know about that. I also want my children to understand of the things that God has done in my life and has moved in my life. And things that they have that he has done great in my life. Things that I want my children to reflect upon in their own lives because everybody has a testimony. All of us do. And no one person is better than the other. And no one person that's walking this earth is perfect. So do I get, yes, when people have their demons that they're fighting and they have their issues that they're going through, you don't want to 
have that type of toxic in your life, I get it. But just know that somebody did love you enough to help you get through that situation, whether it was at a distance or it was close up. Um, I understand they have counselors out there for that type of stuff. Uh, And if you choose to stay in this toxic relationship, don't complain because you're choosing. It's one of those things that you continue to pray over, one of those things that you take to God, that you ask God for the healing, for the the provision to get through to this person, to help continue to change this person's heart, this person's mind, this person's being, so that they can become better at who they are. I think the thing that we fail to realize is that because none of us are perfect, we definitely need to pray for everybody, whether you know them by name or not. When I'm passing by somebody on the street and if I have extra, I'm going to give it. And I've taught my children that if you have extra to give it, even if it is just a dollar, 50 cents, five cents, it's something better than nothing. Don't be selfish because you may find yourself in that situation. You may not have built a long-term relationship with that person, but you built some type of connection that they won't necessarily forget. You know what? When I was down and out, this 12-year-old boy came up to me and gave me everything that he had. My son has given up his Christmas money to help others. My son has given money that he earned from dancing to others. It's about instilling those values earlier and building a proper relationship with your children so that they have the necessary tools to get through adulthood and build a proper relationship with other people. See, we don't have that same type of village. And it and the village didn't necessarily consist of just your family. It could have been neighborhood. It could have been Erica's grandmother. It could have been Shaniqua's aunt. It could have been uh, Jamal's mother. It could have been Sarah's grandma. Like, it, the village means a host of people that care about you to help get you to the next place in your life. But we don't have that type of village anymore because we're so disconnected, excuse me, as a society. We don't know how to build relationships anymore because technology has taken over Facebook, uh, Twitter, Tumblr, uh, doing it for the gram, um, you name it, I can't even think of all of them, but our relationships are now built through text message. People argue through text message and expect for a situation to be resolved. And you're going to be stagnant and stuck in the same spot for 45 minutes arguing with somebody that may not have even need to been an argument, but because you perceived it through argument or through text message this way, this is what you thought it was. We don't know how to build relationships. Men don't know how to ask women out on dates anymore. And women have gone grown so accustomed to, you know, having to be the provider and everything else that they don't even know how to build relationships with men. When a good man come around and they want to show them how to you know, officially be soft and be a queen and be a woman, they don't know. Look, I'm testimony to that, okay? I have had to be strong for a long time. I have had to depend on Chanel for a long time. Now, don't get it twisted. 
I had my mother, my father, my grandmother, and I've had family members to have my back. But ultimately, when it boiled down to it, Chanel had to stand on Chanel's two feet. So that when I got into a marriage, I didn't even look at my husband as being the provider. It was like, all right, look, you handle your business. I'm going to handle my business. We're going to come together in the middle and we're going to make this thing shake. But when you start to build your relationship with God, you realize that God is first and that your husband is head of household and it is your job to submit and to follow him and you take care of everything in the house. You make sure that the kids are good, that he can have a comfortable environment. Now, if roles are reversed for the moment, you know, he should ensure that the house is good, that the kids are straight. But we're speaking in terms of hierarchy and the way that it's supposed to go. When you hear the word submit in a relationship with your guy, your husband, all women are like, "Uh uh-uh, nope, I ain't doing that. I ain't submitting to no man. But submission doesn't mean being weak. It doesn't mean giving up your womanhood. It doesn't mean, you know, acting like now I don't have a backbone and I don't have a say-so in the marriage. That's not what it means. And the moment that we stop putting that negative connotation on submission is the moment that our relationship with our husbands begin to blossom. Now, let me take a step back. Because before you even get married, you need to vet this character and make sure that you're equally yoked before you get to the place of marriage. See, sometimes we get into marriages who we're not equally yoked with that person and we wonder why there's nothing but chaos and turmoil and problems and all types of stuff. We didn't go through the process of vetting this person to make sure that this person didn't have like over dramatic baby mama drama and demons that they just were unwilling to deal with and skeletons that they were unwilling to disclose and all kinds of nonsense. You got to go through all of those things in order to have those good relationships. But that's if the person is worth it. That's if the person is in alignment with you. And that's if you're in alignment with yourself. If you know yourself, then you are willing to know what you or you're able to know what you're willing to accept and not accept. And you won't have to worry about wholeheartedly toxic people coming into your life because, honey, you are going to bleed I got this. You are going to bleed. Uh Uh-uh, boo, you better come correct. And no, don't get it twisted. You're going to get a few people that's going to try to test it and see how far they can get. But they're not going to get far because you are going to be calibrated with self. You are going to be in 100% alignment. And I don't just mean in relationships that in personal relationships that you have with, uh, you know, a significant other. This goes for friendships. This goes for partnerships, especially when you're dealing with money. If you're going into a partnership with somebody and it's a business involved, 
oh, baby, you better vet that person. You better make sure that that person has the same goals as you when it comes to the money. You better make sure that the person has the same goals as you when it comes to the growth of that business. You got to sit down. Y'all got to go through partner counseling before you get into this business. A partnership is like a marriage. Because you got to treat that money right. You got to nurture that baby. The business is the baby. You got to make sure that whatever it is that y'all getting into together, that y'all are in alignment with each other. One person can't be trying to be the chief over your portion and their portion. They can't be trying to take over your stuff and their stuff. That's not a partnership. That's not going to work. That's you being the employer, employee to the employer. Mm, yeah, no, that's not going to work. It's just not. It's not going to work. Y'all, y'all got to be on point. And, and honestly, I don't know if they have partnership counseling when going into a business. But I'm telling you, if I have any doctors that are counselors or anything that's going to listen to this podcast, there's an idea for you. We have baby showers. We have bridal showers. We have bachelorette parties, all types of stuff. But I think that the uh, business showers are now starting to come into play because it's great to see who you have as your support system, who you are building these relationships with, who are going to be your key people in your life to, you know, support you and get you to, you know, help you get to the next level and, and support. Look, let me say this because my husband is my cheerleader 100%. But how I view support is if you share my post, if you send a referral, if you give me good recommendations, if you connect me with the right people. Now, don't get it twisted. My husband will rock a t-shirt. He'll be like, honey, I'll pay for this t-shirt. And he'll pay for the t-shirt, even, the mo- even though the money is going to stay right here in the household. It's going to help flourish the business, and the business is ultimately going to take care of us. But he doesn't have to buy the t-shirt. He's my husband. He can get the t-shirt for free. Like, But that's what I mean by support and your relationship being in alignment. You got to find that, that vibe. You got to find that that thing you gotta find it now look let me tell you don't misunderstand because I'm Chanel right and my husband is Jonathan and he was raised here in Nashville Tennessee and I was raised in Baltimore Maryland we got completely two different backgrounds completely two different back backgrounds and thought process about life and raising kids and things of that nature how we were raised was differently you know what we consider friends could be different I mean just a whole host of things but it was about us finding our feng shui it was about us getting it together and I have a really good friend that's close to me I consider her a really good friend My kids even call her auntie. And one day she and I was talking and she was like, Chanel, you got to find that alignment with your husband. You got to speak life into your husband, into your relationship. You have to do certain things that is going to uplift your relationship. Here's the deal. I 
have never had anybody tell me that at all. I got into an issue. It was like, look, Chanel, you don't need that. You smart. You beautiful. You talented. You don't need that kind of foolishness in your life. You don't need to deal with that. I don't like him. You either going to look. I have had one thing after another. But one thing I know for sure about my husband is that he is 100% true to his love. He's not perfect. And I don't expect him to be because I'm not perfect. However, we are perfect for each other. When I tell you that is my dude, that's my best friend. That's my ride or die. And no, we don't always see eye to eye. And yeah, I just want to shake them sometimes real, real good. Just shake them real good. But at the end of the day, I know my husband got my back. I know that at the end of the day, my husband going to support my dreams and my business. I know that at the end of the day, my husband is going to tell me something good. He not going to let me walk out here looking crazy. I might not always receive it at that moment, especially if I'm in my feelings about it. Oh, yeah, but we found that feng shui. We found that thing. And you got to find that with any type of relationship or ship that you get into. Now, remember, the ship is supposed to take you from one place to the next place and to the next place. It's supposed to help you to continue to grow. Be sure that as you are asking God to remove people from your life that are toxic, that you yourself are in alignment to help somebody else to grow. Relationships aren't one-sided, okay? It's not always going to be 50-50 and maybe 70-30, 80, 20, 60, 40, 90, 10. Sometimes it might be 75-25. You never know. I'm just saying to you at the end of the day, make sure that you are in proper alignment with yourself and with God so that as these new people come into your life that you're praying about, that you won't be toxic to them and that your relationship can grow in the right direction. You don't want to keep repeating the same type of relationships over and over again and keep dishing out the same prayer, wondering why things aren't changing. That's because you haven't taken the time to do the self-evaluation and make sure that you are in proper alignment with yourself. Know that I love y'all. Know that I greatly appreciate y'all taking the time to listen to my podcast. Everything is a beginning, so be easy. Talk to you later. Have a wonderful day.